0: you're listening to the reimagined social media podcast you see the importance and power of social media but aren't comfortable creating content that just adds the noise this show is for you it's time to stop thinking of social media as a necessary evil or something you dread and to start embracing it as a powerful tool to build a more human world i'm your host kitty Hendra, a former blogger and instagram influencer turned business owner my company rosebud social helps mission-minded brands navigate the world of online communications in an intentional heart-centered way, and I want to help you to do the same. So friend, grab a cup of coffee or craft beer, and let's talk all things social media. Today, I thought we'd go kind of back to basics and talk about the nine essential social media strategies for building your personal brand You know, as a small business owner or as a business in general. Um, And I think these, for those of you who have been using social media for a while, maybe these aren't going to be as relevant, but maybe they'll you'll find a couple of key things that you can hone in on that you can tweak or change. Um, for those of you who maybe have social media but really haven't done much with it, um, or who are even debating getting on social media at all, this episode is definitely going to be the one for you. So. Let's talk specifically, you can't just jump on social media and just post randomly and think that that's going to be enough, right? For To grow your business, uh, to establish yourself as a thought leader in whatever niche that you are in. No, absolutely not. There needs to be strategy. There needs to be thought that goes into all of this. So here are kind of nine essential social media strategies for building your personal brand. Number one, basic, basic, basic defined your brand persona. I mean, duh, we know this. Hopefully you already know this and you have this established before you're even creating your social media accounts. Hopefully you have crucially, critically, um, defined who you are, what you do, what your mission is, your why statement, You know, this is considering your values, your mission, what's your unique selling proposition. This is knowing your ideal client avatar. Um, And then from all of that, you have kind of defined your brand persona. This is then crafting a compelling bio and a profile that really reflects your brand identity, that really will resonate with your target audience because you know that inside and out, right? You know who you serve. And more importantly, you know who you don't serve. You know what you do and what you don't do. This is really essential and important to defining your brand persona um, and to then showing up on social media because you need to show up on social media exactly as you are, right? Showing up exactly as the business is to the exact people you want um, to serve. So defining your brand persona is definitely number one. Number two, choose the right platforms, We know not all social media platforms are created equal, not all of them reach the same audience, not all of them have the same tools and, and tricks for engaging and doing all of this kind of stuff. So it is important to a not be on all the social media platforms. This is one of the things that I'm constantly talking to business owners about who think they need to be on everything. No, you absolutely do not. Um, But two, more importantly, you want to focus your efforts on the social media apps that really align with your business specifically your mission and where your audience resides. So you can research this once you know your target audience and all of that kind of stuff. Um, or if you want to dig a little bit more into the various platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of that, um, you can go back and listen to episode 12, 12. In which I talk about why you don't need to be on every platform. Number 13, how you decide what platform you can be on. And number 14, can you post the same things on all the platforms or how do you know? So that will help you figure out and deep dive a little bit more into choosing the right platforms. But that's definitely the second step in creating your social media brand. Number three is to remember that consistency is key. Um, it is key to building a strong personal brand on social media for showing up, for serving your clients, your people, your audience. Um, so, but consistency means a lot of different things. So this does not mean that at 9am every single Monday you have to post a brand new reel. That's not what I mean by consistency. Consistency means a lot of different things. It means that Your look and feel across all your social media platforms matches your brands, that you are consistent in what you are giving. It means that the messages and the words that you're using, the content you're creating, is consistent with your brand message in what they can find on the website. Right? You don't want to have this social media presence that then they go to your website and they're like, this doesn't even look like the same brand or the same company. No. You need to make sure that you're consistent in that. But then you also need to think consistently consistency in your posting, right? And maybe that doesn't mean at the same time every day or every week, but maybe that means, okay, I'm always posting twice a week. Usually it's in the afternoon, right? Like So my followers know that twice a week they're getting great content from me, right? Maybe that's what it means for consistency for you. Also to remember that consistency across social media platforms needs to be that your your bio is very similar. I highly recommend having the same handle across all your platforms, uh, that your logo is the same or the, the thumbnail image that they have for your brand is the same. Why? Because it's easy for people to identify when you're consistent. So consistency is definitely key here. Number four, you want to create a content strategy um, and developing that is Challenging, I think, the first couple times um, that you're kind of working on this and kind of diving in and trying to create content and, like, coming up with a strategy, but it gets easier over time. You want to remember that whatever content strategy you create, it needs to align with your brand persona, which you, you know, hopefully have, and it's going to really resonate with your target audience. And I like to think of it as like, think of your five main messages that you want to share. And then how are you going to strategically get that across in a variety of ways? That's your kind of content strategy, right? Thinking through all the different ways you're going to present your content, your products, your services, your entity, whatever it happens to be, um, to your people. You want to share valuable and informative content. Maybe that's sharing articles or blog posts, videos, infographs, carousel um, posts with with entertaining quotes or stats or facts, right? You want to mix up formats so you're keeping the content fresh, Um and really providing on focusing solutions, on educating, on entertaining, on connecting. Ultimately, it's about connecting with your audience And so the content strategy needs to really take all of that into play and really think big picture for your business and your brand and how you're going to move a narrative forward about who you are and what you do. So number five relates really closely to that. And that is visual storytelling. As you're thinking of your content strategy, a large part of that needs to be, especially in today's day and age, visual storytelling, right? We like to see pictures. We like to see videos. This is why TikTok is so popular, right? We like that. That's why Instagram grew so quickly. People love to see that kind of thing. We're very visual beings. So we want to make sure that we are incorporating storytelling and especially visual storytelling into our social media strategy. You want to think high quality images, videos, graphics, things that are clear to see that truly represent your brand, that really talk to your target audience, right? Really captivate them in a way. And that might mean, you know, visual storytelling might mean you're investing in professional photography or graphic designer, or that might mean that you get really good at taking phone photos on your iPhone, right? Um, Or maybe the photos aren't even that great, but you have a really compelling story to tell and you are leaning into that. So think things like Humans of New York, which tell interesting stories, but just with static images of a person, but you are, you are drawn into the story that's being told there. So think visual storytelling is really important for our brands and building our personal identity. I think too, in visual storytelling, I want to put a, a shout out or a suggestion might be the better way to say it of showing your face more. Whether you are, uh, you know, mission-minded brand, any kind of small business, you are guaranteed the posts in which you show your face are just gonna do better. This is just the way it is. Uh, we have a client who, uh, the people who they don't show that many people in the in the business themselves. They show more the services that they provide and and content that has you know deep meaningful. Um, captions and things like that, but there's not that many people that end up in the, the posts. And we always laugh because every time there ends up being a person, those posts do three to four to five times better than the really beautiful graphic quote post, right? Why? Because we like to connect with people. We like that visual storytelling and the face of a person tells more of a story often than even a really beautifully crafted graphic art, right? So think visual storytelling for sure. Number six, engage and interact. Social media is a two-way street. This is one of the reasons why I love social media and I love online communications. Unlike newspapers and magazines of old where the, you know, Journalist wrote his article, published it, and only if you were uber passionate about whatever they said would you write a letter to the editor or to the journalist to voice your concerns or voice your opinion. Otherwise, that was it. You read the article and there was no two-way communication. Well, that is not the case anymore for social media. It is a two-way street. And so we want to be engaging with our audience by responding to comments and direct messages they send. We want to encourage them to engage with us, right? Including calls to action in our posts and in our captions so that we are encouraging them to have that back and forth so that we are encouraging them to create and become part of our community. Um, we want to ask them questions, encourage conversation, build relationships basically. So engage and interact is an absolute must. If you think that for your business, you're just going to create a bunch of beautiful social media posts, you're going to find some pictures. You're going to make some pretty graphics. You're just going to schedule them up. They're just going to go live and you're not really going to be on the app engaging with people. I guarantee your account is not gonna grow that quickly, if at all, right? Why? Again, we want interaction, we want engagement, we want person to person contact, even on social media. So we wanna engage and interact. Number seven is utilizing hashtags. Now, some social media managers will tell you, especially like on Instagram, that hashtags are dead. That is just not true, right? Hashtags can be and are often a powerful tool for increasing your brand's visibility on social media, especially in your niche markets or with your niche audience. So you want to research kind of relevant um, hashtags for your industry, for your location, um, and then incorporate them into your posts using industry-specific hashtags, location-based hashtags, and maybe some trending hashtags, but only if it really applies to your business. All of that will help kind of attract new followers and expand your reach. So definitely want to utilize hashtags and find ones that are really, really perfect for you. And you want to mix it up. You don't want to use the same five hashtags um, on every single post. You want to use different ones based on the type of content you're sharing, based on the subject matter of that content. Number eight, you want to analyze and optimize. And I think regularly animizing your social media, analyzing your social media, performance, using the tools that, you know, Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and Pinterest and Twitter all provide can be really great. You can use third-party platforms as well, but I'm not as much of a fan of those because I think that in-app ones are the most reliable. Um, And reviewing metrics like engagement, reach, click-throughs, likes, conversions, um, impressions, all of those kinds of things can help you identify what's working and what's not working, Working, right? It can help you optimize kind of your strategy going forward, help you tweak or change some things that maybe you thought was going to resonate, and it's really not doing that. So a very data-driven approach can help you create better content in the future. Now, one thing I want to say about this is some people are big into looking at your results every single month and then deep diving into all of them and stressing over like a slight dip here and a slight increase here and it should have been more and all that kind of stuff. I'm a firm believer in tracking your data every month, right? Tracking your insights every month, having a spreadsheet um, where you're just tracking it. But I think it's more significant and more effective if every quarter, at the end of the quarter, you do a deep dive into the previous three months. I think three months at a time help us really see if there were any trends, things that were working, things that weren't. Social media is fickle, right? Sometimes Instagram goes down. Sometimes it's a holiday and things are, things dip and then they come back up. So I think not getting hyper-focused on a single week or even a single month, but looking at a bigger picture like a quarter will help you see more strategically kind of what's working and what's not. Also, I think especially when we're talking video content, TikTok, reels on Instagram, even YouTube, those tend kind to of have a longer shelf life. And so when we're looking at the results after only a week or maybe even only after a month, they might not be the same as the results over over a longer period of time. So we want to make sure that we're giving ourselves enough time when we're really doing the deep dive into our analytics. And nine, the last thing I would say when we are talking about the essential social media strategies for building your personal brand as a small business owner, is to stay authentic. This is something that is near and dear to my heart. That's something I talk about all the time. Even before I was running Rosebud Social, I was giving talks on authenticity on social media and how we can do that. But be yourself. You do not need to show up like anybody else. You do not need to show up even like your biggest competitor in the niche or the, in the industry that you are in. You need to show up exactly as you are because your people your audience, the people who will really resonate with you, your product, your mission, your focus, they want you. They don't want some cookie cutter of someone else. They don't want some cut and paste from you know the generic whatever. No, they want authentically what you're providing, what you're giving, how you're coming and serving the world and serving the community at large. So stay authentic, just be yourself, don't overstress it, don't overthink it, just show up as you are, and then tweak and change as you go through. So those are kind of nine essential strategies for building your personal brand. I hope that helps. for those of you who have already done most of these, maybe it was a good reminder or refresher, I think, especially in the storytelling department. This is something that a lot of my clients who have been you know, on social media for a long time were leaning much more heavily into their storytelling aspects of their journey and of their customer journey, their client journey, to help communicate that much more efficiently and effectively. So I think storytelling is definitely one of those things that even if you've been at this a very long time, can be something that you take a look at again, tweak, change, and, you know, adapt as needed. So hopefully this was helpful and I will talk to you again next week with another episode.